Welcome back to another episode of Angry Girl Music of the Indie Rock Persuasion. I'm your host, Amanda Starling, back to talk all things music, DIY, intersectional feminism, and really whatever else pops up. To start things off, I do want to apologize to all of you for disappearing for about a month. I lost my voice just days after recording the Early Riser episode, and thanks to Festflu, I was down for the count for nearly all of November. But while resting, I was able to track down some excellent bands to introduce you to. So for December, and since it's my birthday month and the holidays, I'm going to play catch up and give you as many episodes as I can crank out. Now that's a party. So to kick off the month, I brought on one of St. Petersburg's rising favorites, the Nervous Girls. The three-piece of Anne, Amanda, and Lauren have really transformed from practice space heroes to one of the most frequently booked bands in the area. They have a handful of demos out on Bandcamp, but you won't know what hit you until you see them play live. If you're local to Tampa Bay or visiting family down here for the holidays, I can't emphasize enough how much you need to try to catch one of their sets. I chatted with the Nervous Girls right after their set at Lucky You Tattoo, and they were anything but nervous. So let's listen to some of their music and then you can meet them. But uh, for everybody who's listening, uh, right now we are coming in from the parking lot at Lucky You Tattoo. It's pretty exciting. I love it whenever I get to record right after a set and we're fresh from watching The Nervous Girls. So, how are you all doing? I'm going to have to kind of point the mic at you. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. We're we're great. (laughs) (laughs) Good good start. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, we, we just had a blast playing, and so yeah. we're, we're, 
we're pretty like on um we're on our high right now yeah. after playing shows. Adrenaline. So. Adrenaline. That's yeah. the best way to be, I feel like. And I feel like people are always like riding that cool good vibe right after a set. Yeah. It's addicting. <laughs> like it's addicting, that's yeah. for sure. So if you all don't mind, since everybody can't see you in this podcast, can you kind of like introduce yourself and what instrument you play in the band? Sure. Um, my name is Anne and I play guitar. I am the only one in the band who doesn't switch instruments. <laughs> um, I uh, play guitar and uh, sing. Awesome, awesome. Uh, I'm Lauren, and I, I play drums and guitar and sing. Hey, I'm Amanda, and I play guitar and drums and scream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She's our screamer. Yeah. Yeah. There's always got to be at least one. Right? <laughs> I love it. So, how did the Nervous Girls get together, and where did the idea for the band start to come from? Where do we start? Okay, Amanda and I will start, and then we'll have Anne come in. Yeah, so, um, Amanda and I have known each other for six, almost seven six years. Six plus, yeah. Um, we, we played together back in 2013. We had a little project called Man Bear Slave, and it came together because we were both like, we just want to write music, so we would just hang out every Wednesday, get drunk, and write a song in 15 minutes, and it was always something super, like, Okay, this might be controversial, but it was... A feminazi punk band, so we took the concept of a feminazi because it was kind of being publicized and Gamergate was happening at the time, so there was a lot of vitriol on the internet, and, like, we got sick of it. Like, you know, the, the next wave of all these, like, trolls and stuff mm-hmm. being on the internet... And uh, that that use of that term is satirical. We yes. are we in no it was way a satirical. Yes. So, Nazi is also right, by the back then Nazis were not as prevalent in yeah, society right. as they are today. Was a lot of reality then. So it was like a term that like you know anti-feminists used to like demonize women that were fighting for their reproductive rights and other women's issues. So we're like, oh, if you want a, a Nazi, a feminazi, then we're we'll going to be <laughs> the most aggressive and in your face punk band, but the problem was we weren't very good at it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, actually, that's that not has true. never stopped anybody. No, that's not true. Amanda's true. actually been good at guitar for a long time, but I have never sang like punk style, so we would literally write shit in like five minutes and then record it and, and would throw it online because <laughs> we like didn't give a shit. So that leads into current times in um, Jan- February. Um, one of Amanda's coworkers heard our stuff and for some reason thought that we should play a show with them. We're like, well, shit, we need a drummer. Despite Amanda had been playing drums for a while, but never like in a band, so we're like, we need a drummer. Posted a Craigslist ad, and a guitar player hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, so I know you're looking for a drummer, but I don't play drums. But you know uh, one. But I know she one. She said she'd plays with one. She hadn't actually played with them yet. No, but, we'd not be a Craigslist yeah. as well. So, anyways, we play together, three of us get along really well, and um, we played like three weeks with the male drummer, and he's the one who gave us the name, the Nervous Girls. Oh, really? And then we kicked him out, because I started learning drums uh, around that time, and we're like, I think I could do this, so that's how it... But we also had songs that I had played and written on guitar, so that's why we switched. Yeah, yeah that's how it came together. No, that's... that's Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love that there was a dude at one point like, nah, we're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah we had to break up with he, him. He originally came up with this name, uh, we're Joe Blue and the Nervous Girls, and we're like, oh shit, the Nervous Girls is kind of a cool name, yeah. but like, fuck Joe Blue. We <laughs> don't need no Joe Blue in no. this show. Yeah. yeah, and our song, Our Eyes Beat, oh, yeah. uh, is actually an inside joke because he brought a song to practice. Just lyrics. Just lyrics. Just lyrics. Just lyrics. The drummer brought lyrics two to pages. practice, two pages of lyrics. Um, that were super skeevy, 
creepy. Creepy. Yeah. Um, the first line was Our Eyes Meet. So when we started writing this song, it was already about like, um, you know, being harassed and feeling uncomfortable. And we were like, we were watching The Handmaid's Tale yeah. at the time. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And we were like, well, we should throw in Our Eyes Meet. And we would laugh about it. And then we we're like, <laughs> when we decided to name it, we we're like, should we just name it that? And then we did. That's <laughs> so, awesome. And that's a snippet from his. Yeah. Wow, okay, now I understand why you probably had to dump them from the band. Yeah. It's like, if yeah. you have somebody who's projecting that into a group of obvious feminists, it's yeah. probably not going to yeah. work yeah. out. Yeah. So, so when did each of you begin first playing your instruments, and what kind of got you motivated in, like, your early days of, like, learning music? Oh. All right, well, I've, I played, like, cello and stuff in, like, middle school and high school, so I, like, was comfortable with the strings, and my dad had, like, an acoustic guitar that I loved Green Day at the time, and... Um, that was like my big influence and <laughs> so I'm like I just want to like you know play power chords and all that but um you know in middle school high school I loved uh, punk pop and like all those like uh epitaph like compilations and like I really enjoyed that music so when I got a guitar I finally like learned all the chords and I just been playing for years and years and years and it wasn't uh, until I met well hooked up with Lauren that I really took like band seriously so that's that's my story <laughs> yeah I have the uh, nerdiest origin story as far as music I started playing music when I was like 11 I started on clarinet and um when eighth grade rolled around they needed a bass player for the jazz band and I just wanted to be in jazz band so I learned bass to be in jazz band and so I played in jazz band from eighth grade till my senior year. I actually got the Louis Armstrong Award. You know, it was a big deal back then. <laughs> That's pretty badass. Yeah. But then when I got to college, all of my friends were like hippies and all played acoustic. And I'm like, I'm also like classically trained. I read music. So I was like, I don't know what to do. So I started learning guitar because I wanted to sing anyways. So I started learning guitar um, back in 2010, I think. And... Um, didn't really like I just played like folksy acoustic a lot of finger picking softer stuff and then um once I started playing with them is when I started to like learn how to play punk basically and that's when I started learning drums so yeah oh, that's awesome so um I started in 1994 I was uh 11 going on 12 and um like most 11 year olds in 1994 I wanted to be Courtney Love <laughs> <laughs> and Driveways for five dollars until I saved up and bought my first guitar. Which oh was wow! A, a shitty little Ibanez with a tiny oh, yeah. little Marshall amp that was like super <laughs> small. Um, and I just taught myself how to play. Um, you know, uh, I, I was really into um, Hole and Seven Year Bitch, and that kind of led me to um, Riot Girl, Bikini Kill, and Bratmobile, and um, my favorite band. Um, all time, no interviews without referencing <laughs> Slater Kidney. Nice. Yep. Um, and uh, I just kind of taught myself how to play from there. And um, since we've gotten together in the last year, we practice a lot. We practice twice a week. Um, we don't have a show. <laughs> we don't have a show. And uh, you know, this last year, like I've probably gotten better 
in the last year than I have I in know, the I previous yeah, 20 oh, years yeah. that I've been playing. Yeah. Wow. When I first started playing with them, I'm like, I can't do a lead. Like, I don't write lead guitar parts. And so now no. she slays. Yeah. 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 She rips it up. So, yeah. I mean, uh, that's why I learned yeah. drums, because Amanda was so good. She wrote this solo for this one song that I had originally written on guitar, but she wrote this solo for it, and it was like, well, that's too good not to keep, so that's like, all right, I'll, I'll play drums now, so, yeah. That's really cool that you adapt to each other, too, to keep the better parts of the music growing, and I think that shows so much in the music itself, because it's like the songs are really tightly written, and... I don't know. I mean, there's some really great chemistry up there. I feel like watching you play. <laughs> so it's like, oh my gosh, you're taking the best parts of each of you to put into the music. That's really awesome. Like, I yeah, can sense yeah. that immediately. Thank you. We, we genuinely, like, they, they were friends beforehand, but, like, in this last year, like, we genuinely became, like, a little family. Mm -hmm. We and literally talk all day, every day. Yeah. My <laughs> husband will be home like, at least 7 in the morning, he's like, why are you talking, what are you talking about with your girls at this time of the morning? <laughs> That's it's wonderful. It's like a pedal that we all like, oh, <laughs> did you see this on Reverb? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It's like, you, you only shut off long enough to sleep, it sounds Basically. like. Basically. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. This is our lives, pretty much. That's wonderful to hear. Um, so, you've all come together and put together this really awesome sound as a band. Um, who do you all listen to collectively to kind of like keep yourselves inspired and like motivated to keep writing these new songs? So collectively, here's, yeah. yeah. So here's the thing: <laughs> that's everybody's funny. gonna be like, "Oh yeah, we have, we love all this." So what's funny about that is like <laughs> none of us agree on music we listen really? to. Really? Yeah. We, I wouldn't even like, guess. To find a cover that we oh all my god! Like, and oh wow! Can't. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard. Neither because like. We all listen to such like like I'll send her band I'll send Anne bands all the time like I think you'd like this she's like eh, I don't like it it's boring I'm like what the fuck I thought you'd like this <laughs> but she sends yeah. me she's she's got me pegged way better but she likes pretty girl stuff yeah I do I like pretty girl stuff uh, but yeah we all listen <laughs> and, and I think that's what's really interesting though is like we all bring such different influences into mm -hmm. music and I think that's why it was like really hard for us when we first started playing to like peg like people ask like what do you guys sound like like I have no fucking idea I don't know it's like punk shoegaze like screaming punk, I don't know like the best description we got someone after one of our shows um came up to us actually I think it I don't know I don't remember yeah was. I don't remember. um but somebody came up to us and told us that it sounded like um like Slater Kinney took the cure in the parking lot and then beat the shit out of him. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I, I believe it. I, I, that description seems pretty good to me. <laughs> I was like, I love that so much. We all just have like, the thing that keeps us together is we all have the same like passion and the same like anger and emotion that we all just really, and we like really try to push to like let each other express ourselves. Like there's no, like we've been asked, do you have a lead singer? Do you have a lead? Like no, we all move in between. It just depends on whose song it is and where we want to go with it. Yeah. That's really awesome. Yeah. We, we've kind of learned, in, especially in these last couple of months, like to push each other. Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, you know, Lauren and I are both more rhythm guitar players, but she writes these beautiful songs. Oh, stop. And <laughs> I have to, because she, she'll come to practice with like this fully formed song, and her roots are more in folk. So I'm pushing her mm -hmm. to be like, okay, let's make this sound a little tougher. Mm -hmm. Like, I have this trademark gesture, and you guys can't see it, but it's basically like mimicking sound waves. Like, yeah, like we that. need more dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we need to be more dynamic. Yeah. Um, but it pushes, right. <laughs> it pushes me because 
I have to learn how to not just play rhythm mm -hmm. because she's already doing that. So yeah. I have to learn how to play more of a lead part, which is where I rely on my pedals a lot. <laughs> um, but it always sounds good. But that's where we really have had to learn to adapt. And, yeah. um, you know, it's not been without a lot of, no. like, <laughs> um, it's been, we actually uh, only, we've been playing together, I think, for seven months as, as of this month. Yeah. Wow. Um, we've been playing shows live since July of this year. We had our first show July 14th, I think it I think was. So. Somewhere in there. I would not be able to tell from the outside. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I mean, like I said, we're really a militant with our practices. Yeah. We don't like, cancel. We do not cancel. Um, we always reschedule if we have to, and, like, we always go through our set every, pretty much every practice. I think last Sunday was, like, the first time we went through a practice and just worked on new stuff and didn't go through our set. Oh, wow. Um, but, you know, we're getting way more, way more comfortable. But, uh, but yeah, we, we, uh, we've been trying to write this one song that I brought in for, like, two, two months. Two and a half months. Two and a half months. And it's funny because all of our other songs came in, like, one practice, you know, like, done. We wrote it in, like, an hour. And it was, you know, this is the first time we really, like, struggled to put one together. And, you know, we, we all had to, like... Get, like you know we had got a little emotional at some point yeah. i know i did i was like if we <laughs> yeah. don't play this song i'm gonna cry <laughs> and we may there may have been tears uh, probably there, there may have been tears we're not afraid well i'm afraid to show emotion not like i don't know i just cried in front of them for the first time like the other day so you know we, we've gone to uh multiple new levels in the last few months and looked up my skirt a few months ago on accident on Sort of, <laughs> quote unquote, on accident. That's awesome. <laughs> but yeah, we just we have fun and we try to just support each other as best we can. Yeah. We okay. genuinely love each other. Yeah, I can feel that. And like you know, <laughs> seriously, the fact that you push each other personally and musically, I feel like that just makes the band that much tighter. It yeah, seems like. yeah. Like I mean, you all seem pretty in sync with each other up there playing music. So. I mean, that's honestly that's really I think why we kicked like our we, we decided to go without that drummer before is we just when we would have practice on Wednesdays and he wasn't there and we just felt so much more comfortable we clicked. and clicked so well together we're like it just and then when he would be there it was just so much more awkward like at one point i was a singer like for one practice like he brought a friend who played bass and she was cool but then like i was playing bass at the time and i'm like well now i don't have an instrument and i felt naked and it was weird and Anne's like yeah that's not gonna happen i could tell you were uncomfortable so like yeah so that, that i mean that's really what it was it was just we have like really good chemistry together we didn't need anybody else yeah we hear that a lot like we have we have lots of dudes approach us. Oh yeah. really? Yeah. <laughs> Surprise. I mean, yeah, they usually the do, but oh, you guys, I play bass. Oh yeah, I play bass. <laughs> Y'all don't have a bassist. Let me play. And we're like, no, nah, we're good. No, no, we're it good. Would, it would be. You. We can't imagine bringing somebody else in. Not that there aren't super talented but, people. Yeah, we also hear that like our music, kind of how we play off of each other, fills the space like the lower end and like. Some people say, oh, I didn't even realize you didn't have a bass player. Yeah. So, you know, we definitely don't need you. Right. So, like, <laughs> I have to have the right chemistry to be yeah. in this family, oh, it yeah. seems. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're, we're in the right configuration. And, yeah, so we're taking that and we're working hard with it. We're recording our EP now, so that's coming out probably end of January, end hopefully. Of beginning, end of January. That's knows? exciting. Yeah. And you've slowly released all these demos, too, over, yeah. like, it seems like the summer. Yeah. What was it like putting all those together and, like, recording? Can you tell me about that process a little bit? Um, so we basically just have, like, one room mic uh -huh. that we would, like, 
mess with and like try to get all of the sounds together. Like in one of our demos, we individually tracked that took forever. Mm-hmm. So and it's like, still not that good. Hard out of yeah, it. Yeah, it was so. weird. But um, so we would, especially yeah. when we first started, like in June, we would write something, be like, okay, let's record it, and it would sound good to us, like not super tight. But we're like, let's put it on the internet, <laughs> and we had a bunch of really crap ones up there. Oh, yeah. We just put them on private like a month ago. We're like, uh-huh. oh my oh, god, okay. why did we leave that up? Yeah, because it's so sloppy. Like it was like one of the songs I had just started learning drums, and I was like missing beats and shit. <laughs> and I'm like, why is this online? <laughs> but yeah, um, we're also our own harshest critics. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So we, we, now we do have like a couple of demos up, um, but it, the quality between our EP and those demos is mighty nice, and we're really excited mm-hmm. for those to come out. That'll be exciting for everybody, yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. That's so cool. Well, talk a little bit about the CP. I know we're a little bit early here in December, but Whoa, what can you say time. about it so far? Well, um, it's just been really great experience, like these songs, some of them we've been for a while and we wanted to get like you know a good recording so you know nuance. you can hear all the nuance and the dynamics and the and the recordings all and, the guitar effects right and like I'm looking forward to it because I think you know it'll help us open doors so we can travel more and go to other cities and yeah. play but just off our demos like you know the Tampa community and St. Pete have been so supportive of us yeah. and you know really we've fortunate. been pretty book solid yeah, <laughs> yeah. i've been seeing shows to. popping up like it's like i see you at least twice a month playing like a different venue yeah. on either side of the yeah, day so that's yeah. awesome we played five shows from like the very very end like the last day of september until the end of october wow and then we had it's like a show a week yeah mm-hmm. um but then the other thing i want to say about our ep is it's, it's totally diy like it's uh, a friend of ours eric um he saw us play back in june i think on our second show and he he does it for like a hobby but really talented mm-hmm. and uh he wanted to record us and he's you know just it's been so so nice like they're a, a super nice experience like it's been really natural Patient, yeah tolerant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's also come pretty easily fun. and, and we've um, only i mean we really haven't had any bumps so yeah i think we're gonna have um how many songs is our five. Five. five that sounds yeah. awesome yeah, yeah so super excited well, we and we're, we're writing two more oh, i don't know we're don't not know. gonna record them oh we're not i don't know well, here's the problem: is we keep writing new ones. And yeah, like, I want that one on the EP. Well, and yeah. like, if we keep doing that, we're gonna have an LP. Yeah, we can't. You know? like, I mean, I'm not gonna complain. It would be awesome <laughs> to have an LP. I just feel like we probably should walk before we run. Yeah, but who the hell knows? We're, we're so running. excited when we write new songs. Yeah, it's, it's very similar to like when we're like, oh, we wrote this. We were, have this shitty demo. Let's yeah. put it on the internet <laughs> tonight. We're trying to get Amanda. Like, we have this new song, and we just wrote it like we a just week wrote ago. It like a week ago, but it's such a banger. Oh. And I'm like, let's play it. And Amanda's like, no. No, not yet. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, like, we're yeah, protecting. Whatever. It's, it's fine. It's I mean, kind of got to let it marinate. Yeah. Just another, like, week or so. Right. We shouldn't have played it. Yeah. But if it, and then I was just like, if it's funny, if I'm the impulsive one, uh-huh. um, I'm, you know, so I'm the one that's just like, oh, yeah, we wrote it yesterday. Like, let's play it. Like, I'm, yeah. but both of them keep me, like, in, they keep me professional. Because <laughs> if not, I'd be up there. Like, I don't know. Who knows? Playing messes, probably. <laughs> but passionately playing passionately. messes. Lauren is all heart. Yeah. All heart. That's the best way all to be, though, hair. I feel like, on stage. <laughs> My hair goes everywhere when I play. 
That's fun. Well, thanks for talking a little bit about the EP. That's super Absolutely. exciting. And then, like, hearing the songs that you have out right now live was super awesome to me. Awesome. I mean, it was great hearing, like, Hunger and Plath and all that live. Um, it's you, awesome that you know our songs yeah. and can reference them. Yeah. Well, we just get, we are so humbled by that. Like, <laughs> when somebody actually references us, it's like, oh my God. Well, first I'm a fan and second I do my research. So, I mean, I can't walk up to you blind and be like, yeah, that so way you just played that one song. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, that's all great. That's how I would yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you, you're, you're all doing great. Thank you. Thank you really are. Really it's honestly been the most fun thing I've ever done. Period. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, being able to talk about that right after the show and everything. Um, which of the songs is your favorite to play live? Ooh. That's a hard song. Okay. Question. Yeah. <laughs> um, song. So, I like the energy of last song mm -hmm. the yeah. most. I think the I feel like it captures everybody in the room too. It doesn't yeah. matter like what like background you have coming into it. It's just like I feel like I could see the more like tough looking guys are getting into <laughs> it. And it's just like you're damn right. Yeah. yeah. You know, I mean that's where um I think I, I kind of have the two two like that are my favorite right now. You can say two. Okay. <laughs> well, it's for different reasons because I play different instruments. Um, I love playing "Let Me Go" because um, mm -hmm. I get to play guitar and I get to jump around and like scream and like get you know just be an asshole on stage. Basically, I <laughs> love being that person. But it's also fun to watch. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I, I'm like I feel like I don't ever want to watch videos because I'm like gonna be like, what the fuck was I doing? <laughs> but um, I also love hunger because it just it gets. Every time we play it live, especially for me, I'm doing this repeat drum pattern with the floor tom and the snare, and it just builds this intensity. And by the end of the song, like, I can't, like, there's nothing in my brain. Like, I just feel this intensity, and I just want to, like, I beat the shit out of the drums because I just feel like I want to portray that just, like, that anxiety that comes with, like, um, hating yourself and hating your body mm -hmm. and dealing with those issues. Like, I want everybody in that room to feel, like, uncomfortable in a way. And, like, I feel like that is really what's impressive about and that's why we always end with that song and that's that's my favorite song to play it's the hardest one for me to play yeah. i i um sometimes i introduce it um it i kind of judge the audience as to whether or not how much of an introduction i get yeah. usually if there's more women in the in the audience i will kind of preface it a little bit more than i did tonight um but that that is a song i wrote over the summer um just because, you know, I've always been a bigger girl, you know, I've always, well, I'll just, I've always been the fat girl, and um, just coming to terms with that, like, it took me, seriously, like, 35 years to become comfortable in my body, and be okay, and look in the mirror and be like, okay, I need to stop fighting my body, and just let my body be what it is, and love it despite you know I had a kid and I have you know I carried a baby and you know I have to be okay with what I look like and that's what that song is about yeah. is all about like you know overcoming that self-doubt and self-hatred and that's why it's like I almost cry every time dude we the play first it. like 10 times we played <laughs> it I teared up every fucking time like and I think that's the thing about that song, too. We've, we've all talked about this. Like, we've all, through different points in our lives, you know, had body issues, body image issues. And I think it's something most women go through. 
you know, whether you're, you know, skinny, fat, whatever, you know, you are on the spectrum, you might think, like, other people can look at you and be like, you have the perfect body, but you don't feel that way, and that's all that matters. Like, if you don't feel good about yourself, which there are so many reasons why that's a problem and why that's prevalent in our society, but, like, I just, I hear her screaming at the end of it, and I can just feel that intensity, and I just feel like it really comes out, and people are left, like, I know I'm, it's, it's, it's a, it gets primal at the Yeah. Ends. Yeah. It gets primal. She out screams me. Which is <laughs> and that, that didn't start out that way. No, it That didn't. evolved as we, as we played it, and I started, like, it's funny, like, you would think that all the intensity of the feeling would be at the beginning when I write it, when I wrote it and brought it to practice, but it's really kind of morphed into this, like, when we are up there and we're playing it, I feel it so much, mm-hmm. and it's, like, I, like, it gets ugly at but I, it's so, it's, I love that. I it's love important. That. You, it's like you've meditated on it. You've really, like, you know, I feel like experienced every emotion that you could associate with what you wrote. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, it sounds like it just comes out even harder because it's like, I know this feeling. I've owned it and I've embraced it. And then here it is. And I think that's what makes an impact for sure. Absolutely. You can feel it in the crowd, I think. Good, so cool. That's what we're trying to do. It's it's badass. I, I just appreciate that. And I appreciate the messaging that you put into your music. Addressing things like catcalling and being able to address body image and stuff as well. I mean, these are things that are on the consciousness, I feel like, of women, of people, pretty much anybody who's like a non-cisgender yeah, man. It's pretty much like has these things at the forefront and stuff so it's i think it's badass that you're just immediately calling it out in your own music uh, at our last show we played with the tulips oh We're my an god amazing that wasn't our last show girl. the one before that oh my god i can't stop two shows ago very we're very much about the detail <laughs> <laughs> nothing if not detail that's um, awesome yeah we, we played the show with the tulips which is um this amazing all black girl band from atlanta and um I made a joke that 2017 is the year of male accountability. Mm-hmm. Hell fucking yeah. And, uh, you know, you could very much, like, all the women in the room were like, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Like, okay, looking well. down and the, the floor. year isn't over yet. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's like, I feel, for your ass. Yep. I feel it. Like, literally, I feel, thank God for November, because it's been, like, right? oh kicking everyone's ass, yeah. and it's, it's needed. It's a hard year. Yeah. And, I, I mean, that's a lot of it, like. When Amanda and I first started writing, we were responding to our feelings, and mm-hmm. it wasn't as well written, but, like, the core of what we started is here in this band, because we're all very emotional mm-hmm. and not afraid to, like, tell people about it, and, um... Also, our feminism is a big part of our mm-hmm. lives and yeah. our identities. Every day. Like, every, you, can't, you can't turn it off. Like, I'd love to with some shows. Sometimes I try, just because I want to enjoy the show, but it's like, ugh, I can't. Yeah. Well, the minute you hear one skeevy lyric, you're like, yeah. okay, I can't yeah. do this. Or, like, you know, if you hear something about one member of this sh- this band, it oh, ruins God. the entire yeah. fucking thing. You can't look at them the same. You can't listen to them the same. I mean, we've been so. talking about that a lot with, um, like, the 2000s, like, the boy emo era. And that was when I was coming, like, I was a t- young teenager in that time. And that was the music I listened to. And it's only in, later in life, looking back, realizing, like, how alienating that community was. Mm-hmm. And, like, listening to lyrics and realizing misogynistic the lyrics were like like I said I played bass pretty well and I was never once by any of the other musician guys that I knew asked to play with them yeah and it's just like this weird like you know okay like whatever whatever but weird right (laughs) I've been saying this thing lately where it's like okay there's two options here you're either unconsciously doing it which is you know extremely a problem or you're intentionally pushing people out and making them marginalized 
Either way, it's shitty as hell and needs to stop. Absolutely. So. And we, the new song that, that we are working on that we couldn't play tonight is very reflective of that. Oh, it hell is, yeah. It is um, kind of, uh, you know, I started writing it because it was actually a joke. Um, I was like, you know, we really haven't, we haven't had our rape song yet. Oh, yeah. But we, we really need to address, we really need to address that, like, because with the Me Too, um, you know, the Me Too movement that's going on and all of the women that are affected by that, you know, like, in our band, we're affected by that. Sure. And we, you know, it's like, of course, Me Too. And yeah. we don't have a song explicitly, like, it's been, for me, it's been too, too difficult to write about yeah. that. Sure. Just, just yet. And it took a while to get myself to a point where, where I could write a song about it. Um, so that one is is uh, in progress because we you know we're looking at, at what's going on around us and um, it's it's a conversation that people are having every day and we, we have something to add to that and hopefully you know it's it's a little bit it's a little bit triumphant I was like I was like we gotta have a song with hand claps <laughs> and we have a song with hand claps um, where it's just like there's nowhere left for you to go. There's, there's nowhere you can run. You cannot escape this. You cannot get away from what you did. There's nothing, you know, there's, there's this verse, this part in the chorus that said, um, that says some things you take, you can't give back. And it's, it's just like this triumphant, like, we are going to out you motherfuckers. It's punk as hell, too. Man, the screen is so awesome. Oh, I'm excited then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, that's, that's, it's a part of us. It's a yeah. part of us. It's who we are. And that's, that's what's, that's a it's an important message out there like you're saying and i think that a lot of people are going to connect to that the way that they have so far with a lot of your music and that messaging is just so critical to have right now those conversations and then to like hear a local band who's projecting that into the scene and hopefully beyond the local scene soon you know i feel like it creates more inclusiveness and more community that we need around here too Exhausting. Yeah. And we just want to see, like, how many of us have gone to those shows our whole lives and not seen ourselves reflected up there. Well, it makes it that much harder for other people to look up and think that they can pick up the instruments as well at that mm -hmm. point and that they can start their own projects and be heard. So it's, it's badass to see that you're trying to perpetuate more community and create more opportunity for other people because there are other, there are people who are going to these shows and they'll see you play and they're like oh shit I can do that I want to oh, do yeah. that too or it's it's yeah. special and yeah, we have to play at Girls Rock Camp for like, or it's technically our second show oh that awesome that was amazing yeah uh, we got to see their exhibition like mm. the Saturday after and we all like cried I cried like <laughs> I cried I could yeah. I, yeah I'd probably have the same reaction it honestly was, it was embarrassing yeah. but it we was played beautiful. for a room of eight to 
you know, 16-year-old girls. Wow. And it was, it was so inspiring yeah. to do um, because I was, I was that girl, mm-hmm. and I didn't have anything like that. You know, I didn't have anybody saying, yes, this is a thing that you can do. Yeah. Um, and I couldn't find, I could not find anybody to be in a band with me mm-hmm. um, through my teens because they didn't like the same stuff that I did. Um, they didn't, they didn't, like, I don't know what bikini color is, but I don't want any part of it. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, heartbreaking to hear. Yeah, yeah I, I grew up in a, uh, in a, um, a town close to Syracuse, okay. New York, and it's very tough guy, hardcore scene, mm. and especially in the early 2000s. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, you know, there was Hellfest, and there were all these big, like, hardcore and emo bands, and it was very much like the girls who came to shows were there to be seen. Mm. That's nothing against them. That's just how that, was that part of the scene, scene. was. Yeah. They were there to be seen, and they weren't there to participate. Yeah. Because there wasn't really opportunity for them to participate. Right. It was like you were there to be a prop and not yeah, a participant. And they didn't like. feel, like, empowered yeah. that they could do that. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's – if we can make anybody feel like they can do this, too. My job's not here. <laughs> <laughs> Keep doing it. I, I feel like – I feel like when you describe the girls' rock camp situation, it's like you, you probably were feeding off your audience and they were feeding off of you back and forth. That's a very special thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You feel like, I'm sure, very completely connected to them. Oh, yeah. They yeah. asked us for autographs. Oh, oh my gosh. I, I literally signed drumsticks. I was like, this is never going to happen again. Oh, my yeah. God. That's, <laughs> That's adorable. Yeah. It was so cute. In our practice space, we have a drawing of a guitar that – a oh. six-year-old girl made for us. Yeah. Oh my gosh! It was it was a really was special experience. But the girls in the front row—they had to put in their earplugs. <laughs> yeah, we all got allowed for them. We're allowed. We're allowed. Yeah. We still band. we still rock their faces. Yeah. Off. <laughs> they probably went home and they were just like, "Mom, Dad, you won't believe what just happened." <laughs> I want to be in that band. That's <laughs> what we strive for. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's so amazing. Um. Who are some of your favorite bands that, or people that you've gotten to play with over, like, the past Ooh. year? Or maybe venues that you enjoy playing the most? Okay. Um, Stove um, has oh, been Stove. one of my favorite <laughs> musicians. Yeah. So call for Stove. And Sweetheart. One of our favorite people. Yeah, one of our Truly. favorite people. Um, you know, we, we just, we've had, like, really great, we played, um, gosh, it's so hard because we've just met so many amazing people. Like, mm-hmm. I've. You know, I'm, I'm actually, I went, I'm coming out of um, the, like, three years before we started doing this. Like, I didn't play music. I was really secluded. I was in a toxic relationship, mm-hmm. which is what most of my songs are about. But um, coming into this music scene, we've been so welcomed and met so many great bands. And Stove was one of the first people, like, that we met when we first played here at Lucky You Tattoo. And they've been super supportive. And um, we played with them quite a few times. And... Um, you know, we played with Kiss Ghost. That I was awesome. Yeah, you know, wonderful. Susan and, and both Susan and her husband, Chris, are super awesome, supportive people, um, super involved in the scene. And um, random shout out to Like a Till, the Swedish band we played with. Yeah. They were awesome. They were <laughs> so amazing. that was so cool. I'm like, yeah. I have friends in Sweden now. I know. <laughs> but yeah, so those are my tops right now. Yeah. All of what Lauren said <laughs> and then more. I really haven't had like a bad show or like a bad experience with a band like i love playing with them we played with awkward age before and um they were great they were great mm-hmm. and then we got our uh 
homeboys, uh, broken, broken things. things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they were on some of our early builds yeah. and like, and they come to so many yeah. shows. So. Yeah. Actually, I'm going to give Anthony shit for not coming tonight. Yeah. Just because I can. <laughs> well, it's on the record now. So. <laughs> it's going to burn for a while. He's so upset. He's like, you just called me out on a podcast. Like, yeah, I did. Yeah, you can fast forward to this <laughs> point and even like repeat do it. <laughs> That's no, awesome. Too. I think I think my favorite show, like if the tulips could be at oh, every one yeah. of our oh, shows, they were like hyping us. Oh, it was amazing. Aww. It was it was like we had our own little cheerleaders. They were so nice. They were they, they were, were awesome. That That's was wonderful. The they got into it. Yeah. yeah, we definitely got into their set. Oh yeah, yeah. you can't not. You can't not. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that was great. We love Planet Retro. Yeah, that's I love playing there. Um, You've had a lot of shows there. This yeah, Rob likes Well, Rob's girlfriend Kitty loves us. <laughs> yeah, we, love we met her at, Kit, at uh, Girls Rock, Rock Camp. Camp. Nice, yeah. nice. Um, and uh, we played. Um, one of my favorite shows was at um, Planet Retro, and it was a benefit for Planned Parenthood. Oh, yeah, and it was us and Reality, um, Reality Asylum. And Jess from Reality Asylum is if they're a local St. Band, um, and she is the most dynamic front oh person yeah. that we have ever. She's crazy. Like, I love it. I went up and I was like, "Oh my god, you are Karen O. You yeah. are you are Karen O. Like incarnate." And I saw the yeah yeah yes, and she was so reminiscent. Yeah, her energy it was amazing. Yeah. So yeah, Reality Asylum was was a big one for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, we love Planet Retro. For me, my favorite place. To Play is actually at the Benz here in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, so loud <laughs> because it's just such a it's such a small confined space, and the sonic impact of mm-hmm. our set in there. I thought I was gonna go deaf after yeah. our first song. Yeah, I regarded it. My my ears were ringing for like <laughs> days, but I, I love. You get to that feel venue. the full impact oh, of your yeah. music yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. So. and I love playing Lucky You. Oh yeah, like Christian Vega does our oh, yeah. for our house. He's is awesome. so supportive of us. Yeah, and Chewy. Has booked us to um, we, we put together pre pre fest, yeah. which was a blast. Amazing. It was. Yeah. It was I got really thing. drunk with um, the lead singer of um, City Mouse. Of City yeah. Mouse. Yeah, yeah, she she got. It was after we played. I won't, but yeah, I was like, oh, I was not in a good state. <laughs> we she was too tough for me. Hang. Yeah. I'm pretty hang. sure Misty and like, like has a switchblade in her sleeve. <laughs> yeah. Fucking cool. She's yeah. awesome. She's yeah. pretty tough. I think mean, that's a hard that we've played. I don't even know how many shows now in, in a very short amount of time. And um, we've gotten plenty of comments like, we always see you getting booked. And we're like, people keep asking us to play. Hell yeah, we're going to go. I mean, we're just in every show, it's been individually awesome. So. Well, it's for the love of the music and the experiences you have up there. It totally yeah. makes sense. And it's mostly like other bands that we played with. Like, we got booked in the ticket, and they're like, Oh, we have a show upcoming. Would you want to play? So, a lot of it's just been like word of mouth from other bands that we've played with. Good connections, yeah. Absolutely. So, I'm going to throw a really hard question at you. Uh Each of you can answer this individually if you'd like. So, if you could pick any band to play with, they can be alive right now or deceased. You can resurrect them. Who would it be? I already. I feel like I already know. Oh, uh, you already know mine. Yeah. I. I'll let them think about it. Mine would. Mine would be Slater Kinney. Yes. I would cry like oh, a baby. I, I would cry like a baby if we had an opportunity yeah. like that. I actually saw Waxahachie open for Slater Kinney in oh, Indianapolis yes. a couple of years ago. Yeah. And um, and uh, they came out and they're like been listening to Slater Kinney in our bedrooms for the last 20 years mm-hmm. and it was the first show of their tour with them and I just like I thought that was so endearing 
like when you can see the fan that is up on stage at this huge theater and they are admitting they're kind yeah. of starstruck. Yeah. yeah. That would be me. Yeah. I, I don't know how I would function. Um, so mine, um, Isley. I've been listening mm. to Isley since I was 13, and I have loved Sherry Dupree from, like, she is my, my rock idol. She's, like, a mom of two adorable kids, and she's married to Max P. Who doesn't say anything, and just lives this cool rock star life. Like, she goes on tour with her kids. It's amazing. But I've always just, I've always loved Isley, and not that our music would totally match with them, so it probably wouldn't be the best tour, but I just, I, I would be completely starstruck. I would love to play with them. Cause it was, like, my first, like, back then, it was one of the first, like, you know, not folksy girl songs that were, like, women who played rock music, you know, like, emo-ish, you know, it was, like, that was the only female band I knew like that, and I was obsessed with them, so, still am. Um, well, for me, like, it changes, but I'm really, really into Chelsea Wolfe right oh now. Oh my god, nice. yeah, so, um, I just, I love her atmosphere, I love her voice, like, she, so uh, cool. she brings that, like, hard edge and you know, she appeals to like the metal crowd, and but you know, she's also you know down to earth. I think probably <laughs> if that's a good way to describe her. But yeah, I think that the Nervous Girls would fit on her bill. Hell yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> so Chelsea, if you're listening, Chelsea, <laughs> <laughs> and never fucking know. I'm always, <laughs> I, I swear to God, I'm always floored by like, wait. Heard, you've heard me. <laughs> but some of the bands that I've talked to, I'm like, what? So, for all we know, Chelsea Wolf could be listening. If you are, please talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, you know the name of one of our songs. You know exactly how that uh, yes. feels. Yes, it's literally like, oh shit. Oh, wait, wait, somebody's listening? What? You're listening? There are people listening? I seriously have no idea who's listening 90% of the time. But no, it's it's so special. And because of that, I always tell bands after they've told me this, like, list of people they want to play with, I'm like, who fucking knows? This could happen for you. And Anyone I'm like, crossing. Um, <laughs> at the, the Nervous Girls. <laughs> the Nervous Girls at gmail.com. Um, give us a, a tweet. Give us a holler. Give us a holler. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'm always just like all fingers and toes crossed for it to happen yeah. for you. And it's like, I've seen... I've seen friends that have slowly gotten closer to having those goals happen. So I'm just like, hell yeah, it'll happen for you eventually. <laughs> Keep doing what you're doing. It will. Um, but speaking of that, what are some like band goals that you have for the Nervous Girls? And then maybe some personal goals for you as a musician or as a person or whatever. All of it. Um, all right, I'll start. Well, I mean, uh, so far, you know, I, I set my small goals out. I'm like, hey, I want to play a show because I never played a show before I met up with ladies here um um, so now it it would be to play you know around florida do a tour eventually and i know that the ep is going to get released so that's another thing that i'm gonna check off my list but yeah and like long term um i'm always working towards the point where i can quit my fucking terrible day job and do this forever yeah forever and just like because that's where my passion is i'm mostly dead when i'm not playing (laughs) music so i you know that's the goal is just to get to that yeah i I definitely i'm I'm on board with that i I kept joking with them that we'd be in the rolling stones by december so far we're not gonna hit that goal i mean december's not over yet just started you never know you never know 
I'm, that's said you pluralized Rolling Stones, and I was like, wait a second. We never talked about the Rolling Stones. The Rolling Stones. Because I don't think, Amanda's the only one that could, that could play those. All right, so no, my, no, no, no. my smaller thing. like, old and, like, wrinkly on stage and still, like, have people come to your shows and be interested in your music. You can be that level. Yeah. I feel like you can accomplish that. But, um, re- realistically, it'd be really cool to, like, she shreds is my, like, little... Oh. It's been a ride. It's been amazing. And we're 
we're not even close to getting started. So. Yeah. Well, mm. sounds like musically you've had a pretty good 2017 then. Yeah, it's the best yeah. part of 2017. Everything else of 2017 has been shit. Yeah. At least you have your music. Exactly. And your and your and your nervous girls family. Yes. So it's like you yeah. you've got it at that yeah. point. It's like yeah. okay, you can Something weather really anything special. with that. Yeah, it's it's yeah. a really special thing. We're very grateful for everything. So, where can everybody follow you all on the internet, find you, and Okay, Chelsea Wills. I already told you. You can find us. Alright, so we're definitely on Facebook. Um, just search The Nervous Girls, and we'll come up. Um, Twitter our, and Instagram. Twitter and Instagram, at The Nervous Girls. Um, we, yeah, our, our Twitter is, like, we only have, like, 25 followers oh. right now, so... Follow us on Twitter, too. And then um, <laughs> we have our band camp, so we have a few songs on there. Um, that's where we'll post our EP and everything, too. So, um, band camp, the Nervous Girls. That's us. Awesome. Well, everybody's going to have to make sure that they keep up with you because you're so much fun to follow on social. You're so much fun to watch locally. If anybody is within the St. Pete, Tampa Bay area, even Orlando, because y'all played shows around there, keep an eye out for Nervous Girls playing yeah. a show. We're coming in January, probably. Hopefully. Definitely. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Well, everybody go check out Nervous Girls. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on. Thank, Thank you for you having us.
just heard from the Nervous Girls. Everything about this band is growing and showing how much music can really connect people. I love the bond that the Nervous Girls shares and the inclusiveness they project into the scene. It's people like Lauren, Amanda, and Anne that really show what people can do to promote an intersectional scene. So that's it for this week's episode. You can keep up with Angry Girl Music on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all with the handle at Angry Girl Music. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts or Shout Engine and leave me some reviews. If you're interested in being a guest on the podcast, email me at angrygirlmusic at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from all of you. But until next time, stay angry and support your local scene. Go listen to Nervous Girls. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.